Hello, podcast audience. Welcome. This is Faye and I sell Medicare plans. Most of you know, after listening to our podcast, that I also sell final expenses. But today, my guest is an author. He's nationally known, has a national presence in insurance agency. And this is a person that you've seen probably many, many times on YouTube because that's where I found my guest today. And my guest today is none other than David Duford. Hi, David. Greetings and salutations. Thanks for having well, me. Thank you. I like that. That's how you start your podcast, your uh, YouTube's greetings and salutations. It's your signature. That's great. Thank you. I have been listening and listening, and you are always so clear in the messages that you give. So I thought it would be great if you could just stop in, let us know what it is you do, how you got started. Sure. Yeah. So like Faye was saying, I am a uh, specialist in the final expense business, otherwise known as burial and cremation insurance. And, uh, Stumbled upon this uh, strange yet lucrative opportunity just by happenstance. I had a uh, business in 2011 that was doing very poorly during the Great Recession. Uh, nobody was hiring and I had to pay my bills. I had a wife and a kid. And when you get desperate, what do you do, Faye? You sell insurance. So That's right. <laughs> So I came into insurance, luckily stumbled across final expense. Most people don't even know final expense exists. They just stumble across it, maybe working for the typical route, you know, whatever they're in PNC or working for some big name company and uh, just picked right up on it. I love it because it's, it, it's deals with seniors. There's a lot of seniors, um, but not enough insurance. They need it. They're old to the point where they're going to die soon. So they need to be covered. And it's a, you know, one and done type of sale very simple. It's not complicated. And uh, been doing that since 2011. Failed out of the business about a year in due to my own incompetency. Got back into the business um, part-time, then went full-time about a year after I failed. Never looked back since. And since then, uh, own a national agency. We also recruit agents to do things like Medicare, little annuities. But most of our bread and butter is the final expense business. That's where really I think the biggest opportunity for most people is. That's very interesting, David, because I actually, my, my, I consider my bread and butter or my cash cow to be Medicare. And then I kind of uh, figured just eventually, you know how it is, they say even, um, it, it doesn't matter. After a while, you'll get the picture, you'll get the message. So after working with Medicare and then building a Medicare book of business, I realized I have these clients and, uh, you know, you can offer them dental, but most of them may not need dental because they got dentures. So what are you going to offer them? You need to offer them something because you need to be tied to your customer. Right. So that's when I really started to do final expense. How do you um, see if you start with final expense, how do you feel about putting those two together and what does that mean to the agent for a final expense and Medicare? Yes. Oh, it's hand in glove. I mean, it's, 
it's like a match made in heaven. It's like peanut butter and jelly, you know? Okay. I mean, I call it the bride and groom. (laughs) Exactly. Well, think about it. I mean, if you sell final expense, 80% of your clients are Medicare and probably the vast majority of those are Medicare advantage. Um, And uh, so you can go back to those clients, even if you don't start with final or you start with just final expense, but not Medicare, you can go back to them sell them a Medicare plan. Likewise, if you start with Medicare, well, everybody on Medicare typically is our seniors. And uh, most of them know they're going to die by the time they hit 60. You know, they've seen people pass away. Mortality is something that they've kind of learned to accept that there's an end and they don't want to be a burden. And uh, they see all the same junk mail and TV ads and they don't know what to do. So why not buy from their trusted Medicare advisor? So it goes either way, you know, whether you start with one or the other. It's just such a natural cross sell and they complement each other because as you know, Medicare is so renewal driven, final expense is more of a first year product. So they kind of fill in two important types of income streams that I think for the agents, a good thing. Absolutely. Now you said that at one point you worked for about a year and then you failed because of your own incompetence. Do you want to share what, share with us what happened? Well, I'll, I'll just chalk it up to being, you know how they say youth is wasted on the young. I think that's probably a better way to describe it. So here's, here's how it worked. Um, I did pretty well getting started for the first six months, part-time. I went full-time, closed my personal training gym. And as I got into the business, you know, I think this happens to everybody. You realize it's not just all rainbows and sunshine, right? Not everybody you go see is going to throw their checkbook at you and give you their money. Some people, a lot of them are going to say no, right? right. It's frustrating. It's just, you know, up and down roller coaster thing that happens. Mm-hmm. And so I got tired of dealing with the tire kickers, the people who wanted something for nothing, you know, and I let mm-hmm. that frustration, that aggravation get the best of me so much so that I got away from what I would say or call are the fundamentals of this business. The fundamentals of final expense are, you see the people, you run the appointments, you don't judge who you're going to see, and you use a simple, uh, in this case, direct mail system, although you can use others as well, but a, a system that's been proven to work to bring you qualified prospects. You see, I got away from the lead system. I developed my own that was unproven, and frankly, I just didn't have the money to test it out in case okay. it was a failure, which this was. It didn't do that well my plain old direct mail campaigns that I've used prior to this would have done much better in terms of Mm -hmm. how much money I ended up spending. And uh, basically one thing led to another. I got more and more frustrated. And I remember the night I quit, I called my last appointment and the the lady said, uh, oh, I just bought insurance from two other agents that just (laughs) dropped in. And I was calling to confirm. And I remember just emotionally divorcing myself from the business. And that's when I quit and kind of had enough of it. But like, of course, it came back. We can talk about that if you want. Uh, but yeah, I just, you know, like a lot of agents, you know, we just, you get tired of the emotional roller coaster. This is the head game more than anything else. And I think uh, it happens to all of us because we're human. So even though we know and we recognize that consistency pays off using the proven methods pays off but sometimes you know it can be just just those one or two days or one or two weeks where it's not going the way we expected it to go and then that mindset kind of just goes in the gutter 
it just goes away from us. I would agree that, you know, it's always necessary to have some kind of motivation that is going to bring you back to that growth mindset. And I, I would also agree with you that those proven methods that have been proven to work, if you work them consistently, 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 you'll see that they will pay off. Tell us, tell, tell us a little bit about, um, since you, we, we know now that it's, it's like a hand in glove with final expense and Medicare. Having a Medicare book of business that you can work for the final expense, does that save any lead cost or change any lead generation systems or how does that work? Yeah, so it just kind of depends. Like you can sell a final expense prospect with a final expense lead system, or you can cross sell final expense to an existing clientele such as Medicare. So it's a different, those are two different distinct markets. I would argue that any sort of working your existing book of business is a short to intermediate term um, strategy. If you want to sell final expense, you know, you can find a lot of sales just sitting there inside of your Medicare book of business, but you're going to come to a point when someone's, you're going to reach the end of the line and you've tapped into as many as you can. And you got to ask yourself, well, how do I continue to sell final expense? Well, you can continue to sell final expense, just cross-selling to your Medicare leads. Or at that point, you can start your own final expense sales and marketing system or marketing system per se to go specifically after final expense. So it's something where, you know, if you got a couple hundred clients, yeah, call them up, talk them about burial insurance. They'll be, they'll love to talk to you. Just even if they get a second opinion on their policies, maybe they've got an overpriced policy and get a better deal on. But there typically comes the day where, kind of that, that short-term burst of, of, of opportunity slows down because you've worked your list to the most. And then you got to think about any future sales being just a function of cross-selling your Medicare or just a standalone marketing campaign for final expense. Okay. It, 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 I, I understand what you're saying. It would be kind of short-term because eventually you're going to get through all of them and only a certain percentage of them are actually going to be ready to buy or want to buy because you know some of them may have it and then some of them may not ever get it so eventually you'll run run through um that source that lead source that's clearly understandable so now tell me uh you have a national agency so if someone wants to work with you they're going to be working with you primarily they're coming on board for final expense? How, how, how does that work? Yeah. So the lion's share of the agents that join my agency start with final expense. And I say start because we do talk Medicare extensively. That's a big portion of our business going forward. We really believe in it. Like I said, hand in glove, but a lot of agents don't start with Medicare, even though I think in some ways it's a better business long-term. Um, they don't start with it because frankly, the Medicare side of the business with, with our sales strategy is not a very cash flow intensive business. In other words, the agent that starts off with Medicare isn't going to make a, as much first year commission per sale as they will with final expense. And a lot of agents we deal with just, and this is how I was when I started, I had to make money like yesterday. You know, I had bills to pay. Mm -hmm. You know, Medicare is great. If you slog at Medicare three to five years, you're gonna have a great income. Even if you just write a couple hundred clients a year, I mean, by year five, you're making a lot of money passively. 
But the problem is for a lot of agents is starting off, there's that one to two year period that a Medicare agent goes through that they have to build their stream of renewal, their book of business to where it's significant enough. So we kind of bypass that and start agents on final expense. And um, it's just a simpler way we think to get started. And then, but if you can start with Medicare, we do, and you really want to, we're fine with that. But we really encourage our agents now, somewhere between six and 12 months in to give Medicare sales a real serious consideration because this business, when you get paid money, as you know, because of effort you put in years ago, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. You can get that just selling final expense. Uh, final expense, you get a nice paycheck, but you got to keep working to find those paychecks. Medicare, mm-hmm. you take care of a group of clients, you know, you can kind of enjoy not working, you know, at times, you know, and, and it's just servicing. Okay. Now, I think we covered some of the key things that agents um, think about, but one thing that we haven't, and that is um, chargebacks. Yeah. I think a lot of agents shy away from final expense because of chargebacks. What, what advice would you give them? Yeah, great question. Let's talk about what I've been able to do to encourage my agents to write good business that sticks. So first of all, you have to make sure you're selling multiple companies. I think one of the biggest problems agents run into is they sell one company or only two or just a very small amount. And, and I don't care what company you work for, captive, independent. If you just have one company of anything, you're limiting your sales opportunities. And you're going to be pushed into a position where you're pushing a product on a client that you know that may not be the best deal on price or underwriting. And when you do that, sure, you might be able to talk some into a sale. But three to six months down the line, if, if Faye, you walk in behind me and you write a policy that's a better deal for the client, it's just business. They're going to not keep my policy because you offer something better. So number one, as an agent in in the final expense, you got to be a broker, sell multiple companies. It makes a huge difference. Number two, make sure that you sell the right way. I always encourage my clients, buy something that's easily affordable. I'm not about getting the biggest premium. I want the biggest premium I can get, but I'm not going to force the hand of the client that can't afford it. Our clients are all on a fixed income. Many of them live on very meager incomes. And the last thing I want to do is push a big premium on them. And our clients, sometimes if we're really good salespeople, can talk them into something that isn't a good deal. And it, Mildred has the next 270 days to wake up and cancel her policy and you get a chargeback, right? Mm-hmm. So we really encourage easily affordable. We have scripting that we teach our agents to encourage a client that we understand they're on a fixed income, that we do not want them spending one extra penny extra. And what, what happens from that, the clients really appreciate you. When you work with their budget to find something that's affordable, they stick with you and they don't drop you. And if you combine that with the first point, you know, being a broker and you really do get your client the best deal, that doesn't matter who walks in the door three to six months from now, they're not going to drop you because you did a good job for them and you sold them a really good plan. So those two things together really help persistency. Now, the thing though, I'll say last thing, Faye, on this. Final expense, you're selling low-income people, all right? They're not the best with money. There is going to be a higher last rate for the average final expense agent relative to, say, a term insurance or a mortgage agent. So it just kind of comes with the territory. But if you follow the first two tips I gave you there, it makes a big difference. I've never had a serious chargeback issue with myself or my agents based off of just if they follow these two tactics, if they get away from it, it can happen. 
but this works. Just think about what's best for them and sell in that way. And you'll find that your persistency is just fine. That makes a lot of sense. And I think the agent probably feels better uh, working with the customer's budget. Nobody really wants, I mean, no matter how desperately that new agent needs to have money in their pockets, uh, I, I'm sure you would agree, the better way to get that money in their policy is to sell 10 $30 a month policies than try to sell two or $300 a month policies. It just is not gonna work in this market. I'll, I'll tell you this, I really believe that there's, there's a power in the universe, you know, providence, that if you do right by your people, everything's going to be fine. You're going to make enough money. Your life's going to be good. But if you do something wrong to somebody and you hurt them, it comes back to you 10 times worse. So if you are really working in your client's best interest, don't care about, oh, I should have gotten $100 instead of 50. You, you helped them. You got them coverage. Right. They're protected. They have peace of mind. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Be about activity. You know how we say activity, but it's really yes. app, A-P-P, activity. Be about helping people get coverage. If you do that and that's what you're focused on and you're running enough appointments, the money takes care of itself, guys. Um, I'm all about good size premiums. Don't get me wrong, but um, I'm not going to push that when it's not necessary or it's inappropriate. Right. Be a, be, be a servant to your clients. Help them out. And mm-hmm. the, the universe will take care of you. <laughs> it worked pretty it, well for me. Usually it just well works me. that way. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure uh, most people who have been successful in this business understand it doesn't even matter which product you're talking about. If And with your agents uh, or anyone else, if you are helping someone else get what they need, what their goals are, meet their goals or to meet their needs, then your needs and your goals are going to be met. That's, I always say that if I can help you meet your goals, my goals will be met. So I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You just guys, you got to realize out there, it it doesn't happen like instantaneously, like you can give and do the right thing and it doesn't come to you right away. Right. It takes time. But if you commit yourself to this principle in life, again, i I'm not perfect at it, but I'd really try as much as I can. It really, it, it pays off. It's paid off for me. It does. And you have to be committed to that and yes. um, be committed to it. And it, it'll, it'll really take care of you really well. That's one of the things I think that keeps um, agents going too. Like when you were at that point where you just became totally discouraged, if you had at that point, David, and I know you can't go back and redo it, but you've done well since you started again, because now you're using this principle. But if you think about any one person and how gracious and thankful they are that you've been able to help them, that sometimes is enough motivation for you to say, okay, today I'm just going to shut the phone off and take a break and, you know, kick my heels up but tomorrow morning I'm back on the street so that you know keeps you going as well you know that you're helping someone else David this has been an enjoyable conversation I really do like the way that you present information 
And I'd like to be able to invite you back again, or if you have something special that you'd like to share with my audience, please reach out and let me know. Is there any parting word or last tip or anything that you'd like to leave with us? Sure. I, I'll say this to you guys out there, especially speaking to those who are struggling or frustrated or questioning your role in this business. You matter. Okay. You've got a special superpower. You have the ability to create money where there wasn't before and, and the most desperate times for people across America that really need the help. You going out there to helping people. Yes, you're going to get rejected, beat up, pushed around, and you're going to get discouraged, but it's okay. That's part of the growth process, kind of like what Faye was saying earlier. But you sticking with this, you will have a real meaningful impact on people who need your help. That if you don't stick with this, if you don't stay with this, some of these people won't get help. It's hard to believe, but you may be the last insurance person they ever see. And not everybody can do what we can do. So remember, you matter. What you do in your life and your career affects people's lives in dramatic ways. So hold your head up high, man. You're doing great work. Keep it up. Don't get discouraged. Keep going. And a lot of this business bottom line is just about surviving. Stick it out. It will turn out in your favor. And all of this frustration and all of the effort, it's really worth it if you just stick with it. Thank you so much, David. Thank you for coming to share with us today. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing more and more of your YouTube videos. How does someone get in touch with you? I know your website probably has all the information they would need, right? Would you give us that? Yeah, a couple of places you can go. So daviddoford.com. Uh, you can see all my, I got tons of uh, helpful articles, more about my agency if you're interested. You can also hop on YouTube and just put in David Duford. You'll see my uh, pretty picture on there and then click the channel and see all my content. Make sure you subscribe. I do daily videos and all sorts of topics about final expense, insurance sales in general. Love to see you around. Just make a comment if you uh, happen to watch a video and I'll be happy to uh, talk with you. Thanks again, David. Uh, this has been great. Thanks, Faye. Appreciate you having me.